All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Sports uh, 1440. Jason Greger, Wanya Gretz, Connor Halley with you. Uh, we're going to do the draw. As uh, Wanya is watching, he's like, wow, this is very sophisticated, right? Uh, we have all the little names on the piece of paper. Wanya is just like, wow, these are all the secrets of radio. High tech over here, right? To handwrite the names down on the piece of paper, cut them all up so they're even sized because you don't want to have one that's a little bit bigger. I think that might be unfair. This is a legit uh, draw. Like, as a UN observer sent here to make sure yeah. everything's legit, I can oh, say yeah. this legit. is a legit draw. Yeah, okay. So uh, here we go. First name out. You'll be winning. You got a pair of seats to the... Uh, Heritage Classic on Sunday. And then on Saturday, you will be going to the brew house, yeah, to the ice house, table for four. You get a $50 gift certificate. You get a round of Pink, uh, Pink Whitney. Uh, you get to see Biz because he'll be in town from uh, six to eight. And uh, then you get the VIP treatment from Patty at the uh, brew house. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. So uh, you probably get some extra food. Who knows what else you'll get. All right. And the, uh, the winner today, dun, 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 Travis. Travis is the name. Here we go. Uh, people can uh, look on the, uh, uh, everybody who's watching at home and see it. There it is. Dude, maybe I'll zoom right in. Look at that. Oh, it doesn't seem to zoom in. Very good. doesn't read it very well, but it says Travis. Oh, there we go. Travis. Done. All right. Travis, you are the uh, the big winner. We'll get a hold of you and we'll send you the tickets. Pretty sweet. Congratulations. Pretty sweet. Thanks, everybody, for uh, playing. It's uh, it's great. We like it. Um, now let's get to the... Uh, Spec Report brought to you by G 
S Construction, and uh, they are hiring. Uh, they also remind you as you make your way home through busy parts of the construction, be safe. They want to get home just as quick as you. Be safe through construction zones. GS Construction, and uh, man, there was a, it was like the orders were skating in a construction zone at times last night because uh, they were a little bit slower than the New York Rangers. That was not a game where uh, they put a lot of pressure on uh, from them, so uh, we'll reconnect with Spec in a second here. But um, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I know we, you know, I see some people. There's some rumblings online that Connor McDavid skating tomorrow. Connor McDavid skating. He might skate. Anybody who's suggesting they know if Connor McDavid's playing yet is just guessing at this point. Okay, it's flat out guess. Right. I I can tell you, the organization doesn't know if he's playing yet today. Um, everybody would love him to play. But it's also one game. I get that it's one game in the season. It's a big game. But if McDavid doesn't play and then he's and he's way healthier come Thursday, then that's the right decision. Do you want McDavid down the stretch? Or do you want him early in the year and we're stone cold anyways? Yeah. Recover no. properly. Yeah, 100%. Return. Yeah, 100%. It makes, uh, it makes way more sense to, to be um, – to just be patient – and uh, and see where it goes, right? That's just that's how you have to do it. Um, so we'll uh, um, we'll see what happens uh, with them, but it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. See how it goes. Spec joins us now. Spec, um, not an ideal effort last night. Uh, the fans voiced their displeasure. Uh, there's no question. I guess we can start with his pause of Friday. Stuart Skinner, he looked really good. He kept that game close for a long time. Well, let's see. You know what? It's a little easier to figure out what's going on when you can look at the team and say, well, it looks like they didn't try or they, you know, they were outworked in every corner or they were late to every battle. Um, you know what? The orders are trying. Like that team now, last night, they tried as hard as they could and they still got crushed. So they're at the point, and you know, there's a lot of, there's asking some questions in that room. You can tell talking to guys after the game, Jay. Uh, there's a little bit of holy cow, what's going on here happening in that orders room right now. You thought they tried that hard last night? I sure didn't think that they sat around and rested on their laurels or thought, ah, we're really good, we don't have to work. I thought they worked. I'm not, I didn't think that they were close to the Rangers. The Rangers were, should have been 6 nothing. But no, this wasn't like the the game in Philly where they just, they didn't work and they didn't show up. They showed up, and that's the best they got right now, Jay, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I guess to me, when I, when I looked at that game last night, like um, I, I just felt there's so many guys that aren't doing much on the ice, and yep. they're, they're not doing anything to get noticed, any change in momentum. I get the bottom six isn't scoring a bunch right now, but man... There wasn't many momentum shifts where they're cycling the puck, and, you know, they're getting on the four check, and they're making them pay the. Pr- I didn't see nope. much of that at all. Um, so no momentum shift to shift. No. no, like when your line came off the ice, you never the ball wasn't rolling for my line to jump on and keep it going. Right, it was completely disconnected hockey, totally disjointed. One line didn't play the same way the next line played. Uh, no momentum shift to shift. And that's why you get beat three nothing. And they could have played another hour, and it would have been five to nothing. Yeah, not uh, not great. So, 
There's not really many options here, Spec. Sure, you can have 97 come back in the lineup, uh, whether it's Sunday or whether it's Thursday, but they're one, four, and one with him in the lineup. So, uh, obviously it's Connor McDavid and he can make a big impact. I don't think there's any question about that, but, uh, like, th- they gotta be better. There's no question. Um, you know, there's lots of, I talked to a few former players last night, and the one thing they noticed was like get some stick in the lanes. The the amount of scene passes that the Rangers made last night, spec is was amazing to me. And how many times? And there was just I, I that's why I don't think Edmonton played very well at all. I think um, I'm not saying they didn't try, but man, they didn't play very smart. I didn't think they played overly aggressive. I think they were overly assertive. And I, you know what? It's got to come from within because like there's no one in the minors that they have. That's going to come up here and suddenly add a jolt. Like you want to bring up Raphael Lavoie, great, but I don't think Raphael Lavoie is going to be the guy who turns your season around. No, it's this isn't about Raphael Lavoie or Adam Ernie or Matthias Janmark. It's not about those guys, right? It's not one of those guys isn't going to solve the problem here. You know, it's it's about. I mean, first of all, it's about the whole group playing better. It's no question. It's about. Um, you know, if 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 Drysaddle and Hyman and Bouchard and uh, Nugent Hopkins and Kane, like those are top end offensive guys. Why are we worrying about Yanmark on the first line when all the other guys in the top six who are legit top six guys aren't getting anything done at all? Right? Who cares about Yanmark? Who cares about Adam Ernie? He gets six seven minutes. Right, I was online with some guys today, and they're like, "Bring up Lavoie and set Ernie down." And I'm thinking, the worst thing you want to do with Lavoie is bring it up and put him in Ernie's spot. He's going to get six or seven minutes, and we're going to complain about that. So, no, they got enough guys that they should be able to score some goals and play better. They got a good team. This is about the the good players, you know, helping everybody back into it. It doesn't start with the bottom of your lineup; it starts with the top. More f bombs and third period goals through the first seven games. Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a great stat, but post game f bombs from the orders. I, like their third period spec, it's it's mind blowing to me. They have one goal in seven third periods. One, like, I mean, this is that that's a metaphor for what was going on. What's going on in this inside the heads of these guys? I nobody can figure that stat out. This is the highest scoring team in the league, right? You know, these guys. No one's going to debate whether this is a powerful offensive team. Of course it is. That's what they are. They got other issues. Scoring isn't one of them. So you tell me they've got one third period goal in seven games. I can't. Like I can't even fathom that. Well, the guys in the dress room are in this. They're sitting right next to us. They can't fathom it either. They can't figure it out. So, you know, they're they're confused. It's a tell you what, man. This is a nobody saw this coming, and at this rate, I'm not sure anyone really knows how to get out of it. Changing topic by one degree away from the tire fire spec. I was wondering if you had any Doug Waite memories that you'd like to share, considering he was named to the Ring of Honor. Doug Waite memories I'd like to share. Um, you know what? I was there the day he got traded from uh, the Rangers. Uh, they took the morning skate with the Rangers. They got traded in the afternoon and took the game with the Oilers. Uh, I guess I would just say, you know what? Dougie Waite was... <laughs> He was by far the best quote in the team for a long time. My boss once said to me, quit quoting that guy every day. got to find other guys to quote. And I said, well, none of the other guys are anywhere close to as good as him. He's the reason us, the press corps in Edmonton had to get tape recorders. 
he spoke so fast and so eloquently, we all went to London Drugs and bought those little digital recorders because of Doug Waite. <laughs> um, you know what? I don't know if I have any great stories on him. Just the, he, he was a quality guy. He is a quality guy. Like he, him and him and uh, Billy Garen, you guys, they're like a comedy duo. Hey, I guess on Gene's uh, intermission last night, they were hilarious. Oh yeah, they're funny. Yeah, they love chirping each other. They obviously get along very well. Uh, zingers back and forth, and um, you know it's it, you know it's interesting. The uh, the Minnesota Wild uh, they got pounded again last night too, and it was funny. Uh, Bill Garen's like, "Oh, happy I'm here." <laughs> like he's got a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, yeah like that, that team, although they did score early tonight, but like the Edmonton Order spec, these like Calgary's in in the same boat, but maybe similar. Uh, or different, I should say, because like Edmonton, you still think because you have McDavid and Drysaddle, they should be able to to find your way out of it. However, they had McDavid and Drysaddle in eighteen and nineteen, then find themselves out of it. Right now, maybe we can argue that this team overall has more talent. And when you go look at the eighteen nineteen roster, and I think that's fair, but they, there do, there does come a point where you can't just say, "Wow, they have McDavid and Drysaddle; they'll figure it out." Yeah, I don't. I I, I don't think that like sure mcdavid coming back is going to make it better the whole team's going to get more confident you know mcdavid can he can he's a human momentum right he has the shift himself that gets you momentum but no i don't think that at all i look at this roster i'm not going to sway off the fact that when i look at the roster one to 20 sure it's a cap system you guys they're not perfect you know adam ernie's on your fourth line and ryan they're okay players the fourth line guys that's what they are they're not all – you don't get all-stars on your third and fourth line. Third line's a little bit young. McLeod and Holloway skate around real fast. At some point, something's going to have to happen with those two guys, right? So I'm not saying they're perfect, but they got enough good players. I mean, look at Vegas's team. They're playing without uh, – they've been playing without uh, Martinez, without Petrangelo, and without White Cloud. That's half their defense. Right? And they're unbeaten. Half hmm. their defense has been out, and they're unbeaten. You know, they don't have a McDavid or a dry side. they got good players. But they don't have a top five score in the league, and they're unbeaten. So this waiting around for McDavid and dry side to save the day, it's getting awful old in this town. Let me tell you what. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's very fair. Uh, very fair. Speck, uh, what are you doing covering uh, this weekend? What, uh, what are you looking for the next few days? Well... <laughs> what a what a time for an outdoor game. It's either the best thing that could happen or the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> I'm not sure which. And Calgary's in exactly the same boat. Yeah. So you know what? Like I think it's time to step back a little and just let's let's not let the, the, the record ruin the weekend. These weekends are usually pretty fun, right? There's they're different. We get an outdoor game, there's Lots of alumni in town, and we get to see some things we normally wouldn't. Let's not let the the one and whatever the heck they are one five and one ruin this thing. Uh, and if you get a win on this thing, they're going to spin it like oh boy, we're on the. It's going to shoot us out of a cannon, and here we go. Uh, if the Oilers don't win this thing, don't ask me, pal. We'll have that conversation on Monday morning or afternoon, I should say. Speck, uh, have a good weekend. Uh... Hopefully uh, your work ethic is better uh, at the yeah. bar than it was on the ice. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good, partner. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, Mark Speck to the Speck Report brought to you by GS Construction. Now, how about this on a positive Friday? So uh, Kyle just texted in, and uh, he sent uh, Connor and I a pair of sick, uh, tickets, row 30 in Section K, 
for Sunday's game. I uh, can't make it. He wants auction off for charity. Oh. So we'll do this like a rapid fire. Thir- Somebody's going to get maybe a really good deal. Pair of seats, all for charity. If you want to go, text in your bid with your name, 833-401-1440. Row 30, Section K for Kyle's tickets. 833-401-1440. Your name and your bid. And away we go. We'll return. All right, 524. We got a lot of bids in here. Lots in it, 250. Then uh, Andy and Scott were 350. And now Dylan's up to uh, 400. Dylan has it uh, right now at uh, 400. We'll end the uh, auction in a half an hour, 555. Uh, All right. So uh, there you go. A pair of seats, sweet seats, uh, row 30, section K. Cons, uh, I think you have them in your uh, email, correct? I got them. Yeah, All good right. to go. There you go. I love it. So. Big thanks to uh, Kyle. Couldn't go, didn't want to waste him, so uh, go to charity. I like it. Really nice. Now, let's get to the oil report brought to you by Volvo Cars Edmonton. Go to volvocarsedmonton.com. You want to stop in, south side, look for a great vehicle this weekend and get it. Uh, You want a new one, used one, demo, guess what? Any 2023 vehicle, $5,000 off. Right now at volvocarsedmonton.com. Com. As we uh, welcome in the host of the Lowdown, Alan Mitchell, weekdays here on Sports 1440 from noon until uh, 2 o'clock. He had a quick nap after a show, so he's refreshed. He's got some new ideas, uh, got the, all the issues solved uh, for the Edmonton orders, Al. Um, give us uh, your your three guaranteed ways for the orders to have success on Sunday. He's half the game, and Leon plays the other half. Uh, Nurse and CC play as well as they have pretty much every game this year. And uh, I don't know whether it's Campbell or Stuart Skinner, but the, the goaltending has to be better than Calgary's. And uh, I thought Skinner played most of the time last night, so I don't know who they'll go back with. But they need they need really good goaltending because they're still trying to figure out you know defensive structure, and it's a bit of a mystery. Yeah, I, I, I'd be surprised if Skinner didn't start actually now on Sunday. I, I, he made four or five unbelievable saves. I didn't blame him on uh, uh, either of the first two goals at all and definitely not the third one. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He got the pads specially made up for the game. Not that that's a, a reason why if he was playing terrible, and I don't think he'd play, but I think uh, he's going to play uh, in that game. I have no idea if Connor McDavid is going to play or not. But um, what, what did you make of Philip Broberg um, early on in that game? I think, I think he's, you know, Broberg is at a point now where he can play top six minutes, he can play a depth role, and you want to see what he can do over a, at least a 20-game period where he's playing up, and that would be at, with Ekholm. And I think you're going to see good and bad. You, I mean, you know, physicality maybe was a little bit of a surprise, but I I, I think Philip Broberg is a guy you, you, you have to play because you might trade him at the deadline, Jason. I, I'm not saying they will, but he might be a guy uh, in lieu of a first-round pick. Maybe there's another team that thinks they can unlock him. But right now with, with Bouchard struggling, and I thought Bouchard had a much better game playing depth minutes than Broberg's the guy. Certainly not perfect. Certainly not a guy that you you know go, oh, well, that was a great outing. Uh, for me, it was kind of pedestrian. But, you know, he survived, and now you move on to the next. Do you worry at all, LT, at this point in the year? Have you got that calm, cool veteran leadership going on right now? Or are you starting to panic like I am? Well, I, 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 
I'm not panicking. I just, I just don't understand. Like, I, somebody has to explain to me in, in small words why a team that, that you know, I, I do think that you can fault the coach a little bit for not really putting his, his starting lineup in the last two games or so. There was still some fiddling and diddling around. Dallas Aikens used to do that a lot. And, and you know, veteran teams want to lock and load for the last preseason game. But... Uh, even with all of that, even with the, the Bouchard stumbles and that sort of thing, this team just doesn't look right. And I thought, I thought Zach Hyman's comments were really good. Like he's like, this isn't just one guy. This is uh, all of us, and we got to get out of last year and into this year. And I, that's the one thing that makes sense to me. I think maybe they're just still, you know, kind of hangover from from the Vegas loss, and maybe that's maybe that's lingering. You know, it's like uh, um, you you have that moment where you're like, okay, I got to get over this because it's affecting me now. And I think maybe that's what the owners are going through now. That's my only guess. I just, I think they're a good team and I think they've got great players, but they are playing as, as poorly as they can. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, uh, Al Mitchell. Uh, Jones. The thing was, Bouchard, like, he might have started in a reduced role, but he ended, uh, he played the most minutes of any defenseman last night. I actually thought Bouchard was fine last night. Uh, you know what? All his numbers were good. I, did, I didn't see uh, any glaring errors with him. Uh, there was a player, guess what? So that's two guys now. When Evander Kane got dropped down to the third line, he responded right away. Evan Bouchard started the game in the third pair, played his way back. Then he was up uh, with Ekholm again by the by the third period and was playing well. And, and that to me, that's what you want as a coach. But you you, you send them. I think there's some other guys like you know what. At some point, Ryan McLeod, Brown, Holloway, like you got to do something. I haven't really like outside of scoring. You got to get something done offensively, don't you? I mean, like just emotionally in the game, like change the momentum with a, a game changing shift where it's like, man, they're ferocious on the four check crate and turnovers. They get some good chances. I haven't seen any of that. No, and it's so important. The third line is going to get the soft parade, and you have to outscore. You just do. And McLeod, up until this point in his career, his line's been good. I, 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 I just worry that he's still coming back from injury. I worry the same thing about Ekholm. And if if this is McLeod, then then he's pretty, he's pretty. He's pretty matzo balls. You know, like, this is not a, an exciting player. I think he has more in him. I've always worried about Dylan Holloway's offense. I don't know if he has enough, really, guys. I don't know. And I do think Connor Brown will come around. But that line, they're getting softer minutes. They have to be able to outscore the opposition. And certainly they have to score a goal every three games. Yeah, you, you you can't it can't be goose eggs across the board. You know, like last year their bottom six contributed, great, but that was last year. Last year means nothing now. Last year is irrelevant to the conversation. It's all about this season, and this season they haven't been good enough uh, flat out. Uh, the only saving grace for the orders is the team they're playing on on Sunday is in the exact same boat, Al. So you would think. There should be some uh, some desperation on both sides. I'm curious if we see, you know, if that brings the rivalry up. Maybe, like, maybe these teams need line up three. Let's have a line brawl to start the game and see if they get some emotion. It's like honestly, couldn't hurt. 
I'll get the goalies involved, too. That's always fun. Ooh, a goalie fight, uh, LT. That's the idea. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I watch outdoor games as a sort of an exhibition idea. And my theory on this, boys, is that whoever gets the first goal wins. Yeah. Could be wrong, but I always feel that one team is tentative. Sometimes it's the home team, and the other team is freewheeling, and you can almost sense it on the ice. But I, I'll say this. If McDavid plays, I don't think Edmonton loses. I, I just think he's going to set his jaw say to hell with this noise and just go out and obliterate Calgary who are, you know, they're, they're, they, 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 they are like, they should be better too. They really should, but they don't have the elite talent the Oilers do. So, and I, like Huberto, my God, I, I just, I don't even know what to say about that contract. It's, it's forever for nothing. Well, so far, yeah. You know, the excuse and uh, that uh, Daryl Sutter, uh, and I even said that at the start of the year, said, stop thinking it's one person, right? It's like in Edmonton, oh, the system. The system is the issue in Edmonton. I'm sorry. It's not. And just like Daryl Sutter might not have been the answer, but he wasn't the only issue. And I think that's been abundantly clear now in Calgary. There's lots of people who it's easy because sometimes it's, well, you know what? Yeah, let's just blame this one person. And that'll be it. And then I feel better and everything's hunky dory. Well, that's not the case, right? It's never if it, if it's, if it was only one thing, then I don't think your team's that good. Right. If you're losing that often, it's one thing. Just like in Edmonton, I, I don't think the order is like the system, whatever. And, and the funny thing is, I've talked to so many former players like that system is even hard to play. Right? Like that's that's not a very difficult system to execute if you actually want to execute it. The thing about Sutter is, I think he is a, a, a crusty bugger, and I think that there's a, you, there's a, a sooner or later people get sick of him. Sure. <laughs> and they, they want him gone, but that's not that, that has nothing to do with coaching. He's a great coach, uh, and I do think he'll get a job someday somewhere you again do. if he wants it. Hmm. But the 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 thing about Jay Woodcroft is he is always since he got here is that around uh, Valentine's Day in 2022, 20, uh, and then last year. Uh, when he had to kind of tweak some things and Skinner had to emerge as a starter. He's he's pretty good at being MacGyver. This is that's one of the reasons why I'm just so flabbergasted by this team right now. Uh Woodcroft's pretty smart and I, I think if if you know if they had even one more roster player, maybe he could do some things. I I think Jason you really hit on something a second ago about that third line because now that I think about it, they're investing a lot of of the top two lines against the other team's best, and that third line just has to outscore. They just do. They're, I think McLeod is zero goals for and one against, which is really good uh, because he's not getting scored against that much at five on five. But you just can't play it at par. You need no. to you need to win that that lineup uh, because. The other two lines are working really, really hard to get you those softer minutes, and you got to pounce. Al, give me your thoughts. What's happening on the on the Heritage Classic on Sunday? Um, three-two Oilers win. It's three-one until there's one second left, and Calgary gets a second goal. Oh, she's very specific. Outstanding news. Very specific. <laughs> All right, Al, have yourself a good weekend. You guys know I suck at this, right? Oh, I know. Like, exactly. so you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Most of us do. I know. That's what makes it hilarious. Right, it's uh, Alan Mitchell, a.k.a. Low Tide. Uh, it was very specific. They scored with one second uh, remaining. Um, the Orders, of course, lost the inaugural Heritage Classic to the Montreal Canadiens way back in uh, 2003. They uh, they won in Winnipeg, right? That was uh, Mark Letestu. 
They had two goals that game. Great game. Mm-hmm. You were at that game, were you? They ran out of beer, Gregor. It was a tragedy. The game was delayed because the sun was on the ice and it yes. was making part of it melt. Uh-huh. And they ran out of beer. I'll never forgive the city of Winnipeg. We were riding high until they ran out of beer. How early in the game? Before the game started. What? Because we were all in the arena and they delayed the start of the game because of the sun on the ice. Uh-huh. So they wanted the sun to move so it didn't have a big yeah. bright patch. Mm-hmm. So what were we supposed to do? Drink all the beer in sight? Sure, yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. People were getting owly. It was pretty funny. Oh, I get it. Uh, we're at uh, 400 bucks if you want to go to the game uh, right now at uh, a nice bit of uh, 400 from uh, Dylan. Pair of seats, uh, row 30, section K, all for charity for the Heritage Classic, Calgary and Edmonton on Sunday. I know some of you asked. I can't say for certain if Connor McDavid. I don't even want to guess. Um, as I've said before, you know, I think the best case is 50-50. And uh, who knows? The guy, obviously, I know he's been skating. So that's good. But skating and playing are two very, very different things. Skating, there's no contact, right? You're in perfect. You know what's, you're in control. There's not all of a sudden someone hitting you unexpected off the side. You got to take a quick turn, whatever. So um who knows? I, I, all I know is he really wants to play. Of course he wants to play. Why does he want to play? Because he wants to help his team. But he, you, you want those experiences in life. I totally get it. But uh, him and the orders, doctors, I think, are smart enough to understand that he'll play if he can play. Uh, we've had a lot of people say, what if he dresses and he just plays in the power play? I guess. But here's the thing. Connor McDavid has talked a lot that there's the feel in the game of touching the puck. And so if McDavid's on the power play, one of his biggest threats on the power play is when they wind it up. And, you know, you do the drop pass. He comes flying over the blue line with speed. Boom, you go in. If he can do that on the power play, then he's healthy enough to play. It's kind of how, so I think if he dresses, he plays. I don't think they dress him and he plays 10 minutes. Now I could be wrong, but I'd be surprised if the latter was an option. I think it's either all or nothing for McDavid. There is no way we're going to run out of beer. I would be very surprised. Do you know why? Because we're the city of champions. Winnipeg, not the city of champions. They run out of beer. Edmonton, city of champions. Full beer throughout. Makes sense. A lot of sense. Quick break. We'll come back, wrap things up. The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca live on Orders Nation YouTube and Sports 1440. A little extra brass for you on a positive Friday. Uh, Drew comes in at uh, 425 uh, for the tickets. So, uh... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We're down uh, to the last few minutes. you got about uh, 10 minutes left. We're up to uh, 425 pair of seats. Really good seats. Uh, row 30, section K for tomorrow. Let's get to uh, Wanye's World, brought to you by Action Electrical, family-run business with over 50 years of experience, and they keep uh, expanding, growing, of course. Now they got residential solar, commercial solar, and of course, all the stuff uh, pre- electrical preventative maintenance for all your commercial buildings. ActionElectrical.net I saw a complaint today, Gregor, I want to read to you from an Oilers fan about the team. I just want to read this to you, quote, word for word. I'm watching this game, and I've been to about 60 games, and I don't know if the Oilers know anything about defense. If they don't shape up and learn something about defense, it's party over. It's making me sick, and I don't know what to do about it. Now I'm going to read you another comment from an Oilers fan, Gregor. It's a disaster, a lack of discipline, and a lack of defense. Why do we keep switching up our lines? It's been the same pattern for the last two years. Now, Gregor, both of these comments could apply to the Oilers in 2023, but both of those were Oilers fans bitching about the team in 1983 on the open lines at the Journal where you used to get to write in and complain about the team. So this is like early tweets, right? Oh, yeah. And it's just funny to note that was 40 years yesterday. Those Oilers fans were making those comments about the team to the journal. So no matter what we're going through, Oilers fans, and it's a little bit dark in 2023, just know that we've been going through it for 40 years, and there is a problem scheduled with the Oilers defense for 2063 that we'll be complaining about then. So that came in 1983. Yes. Uh, when the orders, I'm pretty sure... Had, won the Cup. Had, well, they won the Cup in 83-84. This was the fall of 83. So they were... Yeah, so they hadn't won the Cup yet. But no. uh, they had lost the Cup the year before. So pretty good team. Yeah. They'd lost the Cup the year before. And I'd have to go back and look like... I know that they used to switch lines around. Like, I do think... I always chuckle when people are like, oh, the, the lines are the same all the time. I'm like, meh, not very often. Well, let me break the season down for you. In October, they went nine two and one. In November, they went ten two and two. Nine three and one in December. Ten two and one in January. Nine and six in February. And ten and three in March. And yet, Oilers fans were freaking out, saying it's disgusting. They've never seen anything like it. They don't know what to do. We are consistent. If anything else in this city, we've been freaking out since nineteen seventy nine. Oh my goodness, that is uh, that's gold. Uh, Matt is up to uh, four fifty now. On the uh, tickets, but it, it is some things change, some things stay the same. Because uh, there's only you know there's only so many ways to complain about your team. Like if your team doesn't have talent, well you can say hey they don't have talent. The management's done a terrible job bringing them talent. Totally fair. Uh, you can have a rebuilding team that is based on hope every year, and you think okay the young guys are going to come in and man they're going to make a difference, and then reality sets in and that doesn't happen. Uh, and it might happen for a few stretches, right? We've seen that in lots of teams around the NHL. And like if you look at the standings today. And you say, okay, like the Edmonton orders, like it's been bad. I could order fans have a legit reason to be upset. 
They're 31st. Only the terrible San Jose Sharks, who are terrible, are worse. And they're already losing again 2 nothing. Like, the Sharks are awful. Their coach is brutal. Their management right now is in disarray. Like, honestly, the Sharks are going to be hard-pressed to win 20 games this year. I'm not even joking. They are not a very good team. Like, that is going to be a long, long season in San Jose. They, and they don't have anything coming. Very much. Like, it's going to be some really painful years. They're lucky they got one of the richest owners in the sport. But uh, you watch. Like, there'll be, there'll be eight, nine, ten thousand fans in some games in San Jose this year. It's not wow. going to be pretty. It's, and so that's the only team that's worse than the owners right now. So that's obviously, you know, reason to be frustrated. The Calgary Flames, they're 29th. So there's only the Blackhawks because they played one fewer game and have one fewer point in between Calgary and Edmonton right now. So I can understand why Alberta is a surly place. Uh, neither city, neither fan base expected their team to be this bad. I don't think anybody around the league thought they'd be this bad heading into the Heritage Classic. Okay. It's just not, uh, it's just not realistic. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens, um, for the orders. Like, they're not going to win one out of every seven games. Okay. I can tell you that, but how much better are they going to get? I don't know. Like are the orders, could they go five, one and one in their next seven games? It's possible. They play the flames. Then the orders have uh they have a break. And so they're going to be able to practice more, which uh, the coaches like, you know, the orders haven't really had a, a schedule where they get into any sort of rhythm really. Right. So because they've had two days off, you know, they, they play again after Sunday. They don't play until Thursday, which is kind of weird, like one game in a week. Right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's crazy. It doesn't happen very often. Then they've got Nashville, the, the one team that they dominate at home. Then it's Vancouver again. Then the San Jose Sharks, Seattle cracking on a road trip. Like for the owners to actually go five, one and one isn't completely out of the realm of possibilities because of who they play after this. But you got to start winning some games. That's just a fact. You got to play better. The other teams aren't going to gift it to you. They're not just going to say, oh, it's the Edmonton Orders, man. Jeez, we, we can't compete with them. So I'll be curious. Got a, a few other texts to run in. Hey, guys, they ran out of beer because I can't fly any in. It's true. Oh. Russ in the barn. Well said, Russ. Russ. You get it. You get it. For sure. Um, hey, guys, uh, what about these moves? Why not just get rid of DeHarnay, make Broberg your sixth, send Ernie down, bring up Lavoie, and consider a trade for Kane? they got to shake up the locker room. Well, here, here's the thing, Dylan. Um, I guess if you would just want to say we're going to run six defensemen, you can, but you can't do that until you get McDavid back, so that's step one because they don't, they're not going to dress 11 and six. Number two, you can bring up Lavoie for Ernie if you like. Is he really, like... Are we thinking a fourth-line winger is going to be the difference maker for this team right now? I could be wrong, but I don't think it's going to make that much of a ripple effect, to be honest. And then if you trade Kane, the orders are soft right now as it is. You're getting rid of DeHarnay and Kane. You've just made them way softer, so I'm not sure I would do that. If we were on a sinking boat together and you said, let's switch seats while the boat sinks, like, will it help? Maybe. Maybe switching seats. But the boat's going down. Now, I'm not saying they all are going down forever. But I don't think that what you're suggesting is going to change the course of the boat at this point. Yeah. And uh, now we're up to uh, 480 on the uh, tickets from um, Stefan or Stephen. Not sure. Uh, Stefan's up to uh, 480 uh, right now. So uh, there we go. 
Always happens in the last bit. We get uh, a little bit of bid, which is nice. It's all bonus money, courtesy of Kyle. We like it. And the truth is, like, trading Evander Kane wouldn't be that easy because the cap hit. Um, you know, Kane's actually, I think, been one of the better orders the last few games. I haven't had no issue with Kane's game. He had a slow start, but he's found his game. Now they need other players to get in and find his game. That's what has to happen here. It's just that simple. So we'll uh, um, we'll see how many can or can't. But I don't believe there's going to be any significant change. I know we have people wondering how long do you think before Jay Woodcroft's in trouble? Honestly, like I think quite a while. A, the GM is very patient, has history of being patient. And Jay Woodcroft, even with the slow start, still has the fourth most wins in the NHL since he's taken over. That's incredible. Right? So I don't I, I don't see that significant of a trade coming. As far as your coach goes, uh, even as a player goes, I would be uh, I would be a, a tad surprised uh, by that. Uh, other news, of course, uh, NFL weekend goes on. We got major leagues of baseball. Uh, the World Series gets going tonight. Uh, you have the, the Rangers and the Diamondbacks uh, game of the weekend. Connor Halley in the NFL. If you get one to watch, who are you watching? Well, uh, yeah, Chargers, Bears probably won't be too much fun for the majority of the people out there. I got to say Bengals, Niners, I think. Uh, you know, the Niners, obviously, coming off that loss against the Minnesota Vikings, that's got to be extremely disappointing for them. Their defense coming back down to earth. And for the Bengals, they're coming uh, off the bye week. So Joe Burrow, we're going to find out, uh, did that help him? Is the calf better? I think it's a real opportunity for a statement game for the Cincinnati Bengals and for the 49ers, a chance to get back on track. So uh, that'll be Sunday at 225 that was probably the game I have circled on the schedule myself. Mm. How are your charges? Like, come on, you can't lose the Bears, can you? Oh, they can. They could. But uh, I, th- I think they'll get it done. We'll see Joshua Palmer for those fantasy football players out there. He's a game-time decision. He's been, you know, obviously Keenan Allen loves or is loved by Justin Herbert. But Josh Palmer's kind of getting in there, getting some reps. So you got to watch out. We'll see if he's healthy. But without... Justin Field, I saw he was doubtful to play. If the Chargers can't win this one, I don't know what I do. I might have to block them on Twitter or something and, you know, make it very serious. <laughs> very serious. I've block. already had to mute some of their uh, fan accounts that I follow, so it'd be uh, it'd be pretty cruel if I have to see the, the Chargers lose to the Bears and the Oilers doing what they're doing. It'd be a tough time in my sporting life. Well, I, I would be stunned if, <laughs> if your Chargers lose. I would be uh, be very surprised. Um, the Blackhawks, Mr. Bedard, his third goal of the season. Off to a good start for the uh, the Blackhawks. Three goals in eight games. Good on him. Nothing wrong. With that, uh, they're trying to end Vegas, who's the uh, f- the only team that has yet to lose a game in the NHL this season. The uh, Sharks are awful, and they're losing 2 nothing after the first period. Uh, Tara Vinen has uh, both goals for the Canes. Connor will give you the other scores as a uh, boatload of uh, early games for them. In fact, have yourselves a great weekend, everyone. And it looks like uh, we have a winner as uh, we got uh, 480. Oh, 525 from the neighborhood plumber. Came in late at 525. Well, there, I think that's our winner. 525, the neighborhood plumber. Thank you very much for going to the game. We love it. Let's get to Connor Halley. Sports 1440 update brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Home to no payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. Stay warm all winter. LegacyHeating.ca. Good night.